0: It's your old pal, Slim, and welcome to a very special bonus episode presented by 70MM. With me, as always, is artist Danny Haas. Hello. And our spiritual advisor, Um, I'm trying to
1: decide which note to read. (laughs) I mean, I always go to the bathroom naked on an airplane.
0: What's the big deal? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into it just around the corner. This is the last temptation of 70mm month, Mm -hmm. holy month, religious month, beyond month. So why not cover the biggest, quote, the (laughs) biggest and most ambitious Christian film ever made Mm. at the time of release? It's got a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Not great. 1.6 on Letterboxd, I think. Does that beat the Dune threshold? I think it's, we'll have to see at the end of this episode if it meets the Dune threshold. But I'm talking about Left Behind the Movie, Proto. This is the big one. 2000, Kirk Cameron. This changed everything when it came out.
1: Everything. Where were you? Um, I don't know how many books were out at this point. I should have done some research.
0: That's so, right. This is based on a book series? Is that, is that true? Yes, there were,
1: uh, I was looking it up. There were 16 books written. Oh my
0: gosh. What? Uh, and I, yeah, I have. Um, should I Christian get into this Dean. right now? Please. Let's let's talk I need about to it. hear more about this. We need to educate the people on this direct to video movie.
1: I can remember when this was first mentioned. Um, mm. So it was probably, I'm looking at the first book came out in 1995, the last one came out in 2007. Um, right. And I think I remember my older brother getting a copy of the second book. Called Tribulation Force for Christmas, so that would have been like ninety six or like ninety seven, I guess. And my dad was like, "Oh, the Tribulation Force!" Like, but and I'm like, "What is Tribulation Force?" But that was the first time I had heard of the Left Behind series, and um, they, and then I went on to read them as well because my dad would buy them all oh and, and read them all. I think I made it up to, um, book thirty. Maybe book seven, The Indwelling, <laughs> God, uh, but it could have, well, actually, now that I'm re- looking at this list, there's book 10 was called The Remnant and that's Renew Bell. After that comes Armageddon. I don't think I got to Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon? So, oh, baby. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> There's the soul harvest. Book four was a
0: banger. Oh, <laughs> these could all be, <laughs> amazingly, these also sound like Dune book titles. These could also be, <laughs> this is like Christian Dune, I guess, is what it comes down to. Yeah.
1: Well, what was brilliant about this series, I mean, this was like a phenomenon when this came mm-hmm. up, th- these books. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, the thing about them is that they're very uh, digestible as a novel. Um, the, the way they did it is it was a, it, it, there was a dual author. So there was Tim LaHaye and I think it was uh, Jerry Jenkins. One of them was like the Bible scholar. I think that was Jenkins. I could have them mixed up. So one was like the Bible scholar who kind of like knew every the ins and outs of the, you know, the end times and and, mm-hmm. and what to put in there. And then the other guy was just like a, a mercenary author, like a writer. Mercenary author. Um, you know, so he could, so he could just, he just like pumped these books out. Um, and, they were they were like fun books um to read like they were just like action oriented mm. um so I ate them up a, as a kid but I think once I like caught up to them and then it, it just kind of got overwhelming to keep up with you know these books it's like you know I'm, I'm, I'm on book 10 now am I mm. gonna keep going with this um so I fell off but uh, they were a huge deal uh growing up I actually then they came out with a, a left Behind kids series mm-hmm. I think I actually started with that. And I read those as well.
2: <laughs> Buck Williams was our Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> and
1: our Indiana Jones.
0: <laughs> he kind of looks like Harry Potter a little bit. Yeah. He looks like an older Harry Potter. Minus mm-hmm. the glasses, I think. He's got the hair for it. Talk about Kirk Cameron. Legend. Living legend of everyone's <laughs> youth. Maybe not everyone listening's youth, but some of us old heads. Um, do you remember the books, Danny? The left behind <laughs> books? Were they handing these out at, at church?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you got baptized, you were handed a um, left-behind book as you resurfaced the water. <laughs> um, you know, I remember it being some sort of talking point from the pulpit at some point. But I, I never saw the movie, um, and I never read the books because I was a jock. I don't read books at the time. You can't read. I, think, yeah. I didn't know how to read then. Um, I knew one letter, and it was on my Letterman jacket.
0: Uh <laughs> But <laughs> dumb, so dumb. <laughs> uh,
2: But every time I think of Left Behind, a church, a local church here, every October did a thing called the Judgment House, and so instead of Halloween houses, they did a, their own version of like a Halloween house in the church, and it was a huge production. Like they spent like twenty Gs on it, and one year they did a themed where uh, it was a it was a crashed airplane. And I don't know why Left Behind makes me think of this, but they did, they had like a quarter of a crash Boeing 747 and you'd walk room from room feeling like with actors and like, it was literally like a Halloween Horror Nights, but for Christians to scare you into believing into Christ. (laughs) Um, And like you'd go into a room and be be in like hell and be heated to like a hundred and something degrees with people screaming and pitch black. And, you know, this is what Left Behind reminds me of for sure, but uh, it's, a, it's, it's a weird side of Christianity.
0: Yeah, I was trying to think back to when this had come out, what I was doing. I guess I hadn't graduated high school yet, so I was still in like Catholic school. Um, But I, I just remember always hearing about like the rapture, you know, and mm-hmm. like one day everyone's just going to, all the good people are going to get taken up to heaven and you're going to get stuck on earth like a loser <laughs> while everyone else is living the high life up there, whatever that meant.
2: You still got time. You still got time after the rapture.
0: <laughs> I also remember, you know, around this time, maybe like Kirk Cameron. Not I don't want to say like pariah, but choosing a side, like he's going to like embrace, you know, his religion and kind of like focus on that for his work. I just remember that being kind of like a talking point around the release of this film or maybe after to a point where like, I don't remember hearing about other actors in that way. And the only mm. other thing I can really think of is, you know, Tom Cruise with Scientology. You know, right. he, that like mm. consumed his persona, his public persona for years, for a while. And now it's just kind of like gone. And he's back to being the superstar that he always was. So, Pardo, what's, what's Left Behind about? What's this thing? It's on YouTube oh. for free. So, just jump in there. It's also on Voodoo and a few other places.
1: So, Left Behind is about the... Uh, impending rapture of all Christians those who believe in Jesus Christ and problem is if you are not a believer when the rapture happens you are left behind so that's what happens in this show where the um, all Christians have been removed from the earth and we're left with just the unbelievers to kind of make sense of the world but the problem is the Antichrist he's coming. He's on the rise. So we have uh, Buck Williams, who is a, a local news reporter, uh, but also international news reporter, uh, and a, a global figure of much importance to everyone at the UN. Apparently, um, he has the connections. He's got. He knows how to get the the beefy stories. Um, he's left behind. He's trying to make sense of it. There's some kind of conspiracy going on with wheat. Mm. An Israeli uh, scientist Has uh, developed a wheat That can grow in the desert Big deal But there's uh, dark players In the background Who are trying to make money These bankers So that's an angle That's going on But then we got This other character Raymond Steele Who's a pilot Who's been left behind Um, His wife And their son Have been taken Because he You know He just He didn't take it seriously enough (laughs) Let's just all be honest Him and his daughter Left behind He's trying to make sense of it. Um, so they've run around for a while. Him and Buck meet in an airport. They're on the same plane together when the rapture happens. Uh, just a bunch of cl- clothes left all over. The- I mean, the amount mm-hmm. of cl- piles of clothes. <laughs> yeah. Nude jungle. rapturing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the dress code in heaven is nude. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end of this, a, a buck thinks he's helping by uncovering this plot but what he finds is that not only is the antichrist already here mm. he is he is about to take power in Nikolai carpathia who commits murder in front of buck but because he is now uh i guess he's a i forget what the like,
0: pr liaison to the un or some such
1: yeah, but he has like the, he, I guess he has the aura of the Holy Spirit protecting him from oh. the, the wiles of the Antichrist mm-hmm. so that he can see through the lies and deception as the Antichrist um, uh, uh, kills a guy, but then convinces everyone in the room that something else happened. Um, and that's the end of the first <laughs> part of Left Behind, uh, part one. That's where we're left. Did I miss part, anything?
0: Part one of- Final 100. thoughts and ratings. Danny <laughs> has had enough already of left behind the movie. I actually didn't even catch the, the, the guides of the Holy Spirit protecting Kirk from seeing, you know, mm. fakery. And he was kind of seeing through the Antichrist. Through the veil. Carpathia with maybe the worst accent in film history. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. I thought he was a German emissary to start the movie. (laughs) The breathing in this scene, the microphone was in his nostril through that entire scene where they they said they uncovered this evil plot. If I have the time, I'll loop in some breathing, but it makes me sick that nobody fixed that in post. We move forward. We announced the sharing of food with the world and the building of this Jewish temple is a symbol. Not just for Jews. But for every man and woman, for the whole of humanity,
1: this marks the beginning of our seven years of peace.
0: Also by the way, I think we're dropping this on Good Friday. Mm. What, what better way to celebrate, you know God those bless. Christians with listening to our Left Behind episode? We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, just I'll, you know, we'll play it Lucy Goosey in this format. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that bad. I knew you were gonna say bad. this. I I you know, I everyone is saying worst terrible movie, bad movie. I mean it's bad, but like I was pretty entertained during the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, one point six on Letterboxd. I guess maybe the Christians aren't on Letterboxd for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> the devouts. So I mean that's just my vibe. So I don't know, pronoun, what did you think watching this? Yeah, I
1: honestly didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was like entertaining enough. The thing is, it didn't get bogged down. Like it didn't feel like a slog to watch this. I I didn't feel bored. I wasn't necessarily maybe like fully engaged. Right. But I wasn't bored watching it either. Um, I was trying to like think of it. I was like, you know, this is like, you know, it's like kind of like a made for TV movie. I mean, it's a movie. It was released in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to compare it. I was thinking of other things we watched. I was like, it probably doesn't. It probably has worse production value than when we did like the first X-Files episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Which is kind of nuts to think like a movie in two, 2000 released to theater is worse than a TV show pilot. <laughs> Dude, I
0: think I think it was made for I think it was direct to video, but it did get a yeah. limited theatrical release probably in churches or some such to <laughs> give it a theatrical release. <laughs>
2: probably you know it was funny because i was w- most of the time watching it i'm thinking to myself kirk isn't that bad of an actor like he was like really pulling it off and i was actually not terribly turned off by his performance if he wasn't such a chode i feel like he'd be probably <laughs> in more things
0: these days he was pretty good in this kirk chode camera <laughs> his friends call him that was the that was the letterman's jacket he had it was the letter c <laughs> Also, we were talking about the wheat, but maybe an obvious interstellar homage from Left Behind, <laughs> discussing Goodness. how they can potentially save the planet with this, you know,
2: wheat scheme. Just like Cooper leaves his children behind, we'll get into it. <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what what jumps out at you on this viewing, Danny? Had you you hadn't seen this before, right?
2: No, I hadn't seen it before. Um, I think. Just the 2001, I would have been just starting college, and so I don't. I think I'd have been too cool for this kind of stuff. Then, but um, yeah, I never got around to it, and then it just was not ever going to be on my radar to watch. Uh, but what jumps out at me first was, um, honestly, the beginning of this film, the air raid attack on the wheat fields in Israel was. Um, shockingly bad but it was kind of fun to watch I don't know why and then I was just like there's a military grade bunker under this wheat field as well that they could <laughs> yes. that they could retreat to at any moment when they're attacked but also they were shocked to get attacked it was so weird I I couldn't get over it mm-hmm. Um, and then just everyone enamored with Buck Williams that was just so funny with me uh, the, the line that I wrote down was, Buck Williams, he would have filmed at Hiroshima from Ground Zero if he had been there.
0: Yeah, that's our Buck. It <laughs> was like a whole that's minute of buck. everyone just saying how much they love Buck. It was like when uh, The Simpsons introduced Poochie. They're like, when Poochie's not on screen, everyone needs to be asking where Poochie is.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was just the whole beginning of this film was bonkers.
0: Yeah, the, CG, the, the green screen stuff, the special mm-hmm. facts were horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe yeah. for made for TV that that was acceptable around 2000, but now it doesn't hold up so well. Mm.
1: Yeah, there was like a there was like tanks rolling through, and it looked like footage taken from the can't Command and Conquer video game series. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like they could have just pulled a cutscene from that, and I would have believed it. <laughs> uh, I, I you know, admittedly, I kind of tuned out when Carpathia was on screen during like a few of his first scenes, like the quote unquote the Antichrist. So I actually had to go on like the left behind wiki because I didn't feel like rewinding to rewatch those scenes. I just like Googled left behind Carpathia. (laughs) And then the first result was Antichrist. I was like, oh, fudge. That's probably an important point coming later in the movie. (laughs) But I couldn't tell like what he was, like what his role was. So the left behind wiki said that he was like the president of Romania and then eventually started getting in with the UN. Is that accurate? Did I read that correctly? Does anyone remember? (laughs) I don't know what he was. He was just a person (laughs) I thought he was like a PR guy to start the movie. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it looked like.
1: Yeah, it showed him like, it seemed like kind of feeding, like, you know, people who were hungry and everyone's like, oh, Nikolai, what a great guy. What a great guy. Yeah, Yeah. And that's really all they kind of gave you in the movie. I don't really remember from the books.
0: Yeah, the the wiki, I couldn't tell if it was like the book wiki or the movie, but it had a photo of him from the movie and it said that he like, he assumed power in Romania and then eventually kind of parlayed that into eventually what happened in this movie, like taking over pretty much. Mm. Um, Part of what jumps out at you for this viewing? Um, <laughs> on this viewing, <laughs> um, yeah, there's like
1: a lot of small details. I guess I have just like, I have a lot of things, just like small stuff written down. But, I mean, I love, you know, anytime old computers are on the screen, I love it. I love the 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 very first shot is they would have the text come up on the screen, but it would have it like it would have like a typing sound like, doo, 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 doo,
2: doo. <laughs> and it was like
1: Jerusalem, here we are, and already a banger like
0: right off the bat. Um, Those graphics that. were also terrible. Like every yeah. time they showed a, lo- a location, it was like the worst quality graphics.
1: <laughs> I love the scene though where. There, uh, Kirk is. He goes to meet his reporter friend, who told him about this story. Uh, He's got like a hard drive inside of his watch, which was pretty pretty rad. That was Um, so. Kirk gets that. He runs to his computer. He logs in, and then there's an assassin with a sniper rifle outside the window, and Mm. he's like pointing at Kirk. But then he decides to shoot the computer instead. (laughs) <laughs> and then like and I, it seemed like intentional like he he assassinates the computer and then he assassinates like all different kinds of objects in the room it seemed to get uh, you know buck to run away um but i thought that was hilarious
0: yeah i couldn't tell if they like were saving buck for the right time cuz then like remember he meets up with that other like government guy mm-hmm. and they were about to drive off but the older the older homeless woman who didn't look homeless she just looked like someone's mom who'd like needed cash stopped Kirk from going to the car and the car exploded. And then you see like the bartender from that bar just looking ominously at like the exploding car. Like, yes, that was my plan. And then you see the old woman. So I couldn't tell if like, let's kill everyone but Kirk until the moment is right. Like, Mm -hmm. do you you think it was just like the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, this is a silly sentence I just said out loud. (laughs) Like, should we end the show? And I just said that. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, oh my God. So do you think the Holy Spirit was protecting Kirk during those scenes? And that old woman was the Holy Spirit or they wanted to save Kirk. The Antichrist wanted to save him until the time was right.
2: The Holy Spirit moves through people and, and uh, it's hard to say. We can't, we can't pin down
1: the Holy Spirit. Right. Unpinable. I I vaguely remember, I want to, unless I'm making this up, but I think the old, I think they were trying to protect Buck for whatever reason. Like she's in on it. Like the, cause there was always in this, in the books, there was like these characters who would come in and out who were like double agents for Mm -hmm. the bad guys in their sphere because they start like this. They call it the tribulation force where it's like these undercover Christians (laughs) who are like left behind who are working, but then there's like evil forces that are they're fighting with. It's it's it kind of unfolds like uh
0: like an espionage spy story more than mm. anything. I just had to Google tribulation. <laughs> um <laughs> never uh... really heard a word outside of this book, a cause of great trouble or tr- or suffering. I'm trying to like find Trials and in tribulations. In, tribulation. Like could there not was there not a cooler name than tribulation force? It's a good name. Not. That's, good, just, that's, that's like, like Space Force, so <laughs> they should have called it the Space Force. <laughs> Let's see what's on my list. I had worst ac- worst accent in history. Mm. The stewardess, the stewardess on the plane quits her job. She's having an affair with the pilot. That's you know that's mm-hmm. page one of the not get taken to nude heaven handbook. Correct. And <laughs> she tells the pilot like ah, I'm quitting. Uh, I'm joining the UN. That's my next job. What a pathway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Has she did it, it ever been done? What's her Thanks backstory? She, I mean, every answer could easily be like, the Antichrist wanted this person at this <laughs> role at this particular time, yada, yada, yada. But like, you go from stewardess to UN emissary mm-hmm. almost overnight. And Kirk, because Kirk had given her like a glowing recommendation, but like, what's her work history? Give, let me see the CV. Can I just get a job at the UN and work as the Antichrist emissary and right hand man?
2: This is what people did to Jesus, Slim. They question <laughs> his work, his history. Why does he? A is she Mary son, Magdalene? Is she Mary Magdalene in this in this story?
1: The Son of God. This is this is deep stuff, Slim. You call it coincidence. I call it divine intervention.
0: <laughs> get me out of here! Get well, me talk- off this I- ride.
1: I mean, the fact Kirk— Buck Williams, he's familiar. He's He rides. Now, is this a thing? If you rode the same plane, would you be familiar with the flight attendant? Yeah, that was weird, right?
0: Yeah, they're both private. The
1: he's buddy buddy with this flight attendant who hmm. also is having an affair with the pilot Raymond Steele, who's another character in this. Then she goes to work at the UN where Carpathia is. Uh, and then Raymond and Buck meet up. And, you know, become friends. I mean, Buck is sleeping on Raymond's couch. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, this isn't
0: coincidences. Yeah, it can't be. Chode Williams sleeping on that couch. (laughs) (laughs) How about the pilot, his complete 180 into being a devout Christian after? Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) It was like the next Mm -hmm. morning he is deep into reading the Bible. The Mm -hmm. Bible is impenetrable. He's mm-hmm. he's turning the page. You can see through those pages. Mm-hmm. That's how thin those pages are. You're talking font type one. That's how small <laughs> the lettering is. And he's carrying around with him. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. how quickly he was like in it. He turns mm-hmm. the stewardess emissary away. Mm-hmm. It's like be gone with you, you harlot. I've changed.
1: I'm a different person now. I, I can't, can't cheat, cheat off on. my my disappearing. Yeah, what's the <laughs> rule there? Are yeah, there's no in a, rule. Is it uh Are you are you cheating on your wife? If she if this she is, was raptured, this is the end times. Where are the? Where's the rule book for the end times?
0: Oh my God! I mean, at that point, you're not raptured. What's the point? Like, mm-hmm. is there gonna be rapture part two? Yes. Like, what's the wave <laughs> yes. happening? Yes, there is. There's seven years. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you have her come to your doorstep. Your family, half your family is gone, mm-hmm. and she comes to your doorstep. Well, yeah, maybe we try to you know, let's see how this goes. Give me a few Salvage. weeks. I need mm-hmm. to figure things out. My life is over. We got some time to Yeah, again. we got some time to figure this out. You don't <laughs> need to go to the UN right away. <laughs> also, how about the taxi being a military Jeep for her? Oh, yeah. Are they, are they just taking over Martial for the Law. taxi service? It's nuts. hmm What else on my notes here? The Backstreet Boys music. I mean, what, well, that's, that's plus one. Is that the band? Mm-hmm. My God. Horrific. Dude, this I went to, I went to a, a plus
2: one concert.
0: At Carpenter's excuse, Home Church. Excuse me. Yeah,
2: I went to that band's concert. How did and it go? Who else was on this? Con- uh, Michael W. Smith, uh, Third
0: Day, Third
2: Day, Bob Carlisle. I mean, Larue, Larue, Joy Williams. I mean, this is a banger Christian yeah. soundtrack. This had to have went silver, platinum,
0: silver plat,
2: whatever that is. Wow, triple silver. Third
0: Day, baby. Third Day <laughs> was a banger. I mean, bang. the, the music is all over it. Like. Mm -hmm. it it felt like I was watching Smallville almost in terms of like the dated music. Yeah. Because there's one scene where Kirk Chode Williams like has his moment was like, oh, was I wrong? God, are you there? And he's like in the bathroom, like crying. And that's when he has his moment. The bathroom is the best place for a man to get saved.
1: Yeah. Right in a stall. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Danny, what else you got on your list? I know you you might not have had a ton.
1: I
2: loved well loved as a as a was a word, but um, the rapture scene is great on the plane when the old lady is sitting next to the empty set of clothes that her husband was wearing, and she just assumed mm-hmm. that he got up and undressed and went to the bathroom. Like it's funny. <laughs> <I> <laughs> How is she that on that stuff?
0: plane in any capacity? If she thinks her husband got nude to use the bathroom. <laughs> was that the same homeless woman for later in the movie? You think? Oh. Uh, Oh, oh interesting. I mean, we're talking about these characters being everywhere together later. That might might have been. You're right. Interesting. Not coincidence. Uh, I like no.
2: the storyline that the pastor didn't get raptured. Thought yeah, that, that wasn't was blown
0: minds at the time. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Everyone's What's shaking. in your? What's really in your heart? Your heart yeah. of hearts, mm-hmm. deep down.
0: Well, didn't he yeah, have a family? I thought,
1: he had a family too. Yeah, right? they're gone. Yeah,
2: he was. But he could have been one. with the stewardess too. I mean,
0: martial law. <laughs> Jesus, are you listening? He got owned. <laughs> he pastor got, got, <laughs> got owned by God. <laughs> he,
1: he devotes his life to God. He's, he, he's saving people left and right. You yeah. know, caring for his sheep at this, this church. Mm-hmm. And then God leaves him behind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What That's a waste wrong. of
0: time. What an absolute waste of time. Isn't it, it revealed in the book that he was also like doing bad deeds on the side, Proto? Was that reverend character? You know, was he like, I don't remember. This is Doing the Christian card game. see a card church. shark or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I would like to when the bad guys who were planning on, you know, coalescing all the like miracle wheat into a certain area and then like, I guess bankrupting the UN. What a silly mm-hmm. idea. But how about when they're like the rapture happens and they're like, are our plans still you know on track here and then the guy's like yeah strangely enough all our operatives are still in place (laughs) Yes, none of your evil henchmen got raptured what a coincidence also they weren't even really thinking any religious aspect at all when the rapture happened like they thought aliens that was
2: interesting too
0: which I thought aliens was probably I mean it's gotta be either Jesus or aliens and they they, the story that they go with is radiation radiation (laughs) it was
2: never like oh shit the Christians were right (laughs)
0: Yeah, that would. I feel like that would be like explanation number one, probably, if this were to happen. When Slim let <laughs> it happen, enough, enough. Um, lots of breathing in the scenes. What else you got, Pardo, from your list?
1: Um, well, so I've seen a bunch of these like Christian movies. There's
0: a, I don't know what the
1: name of the studio, but even in the past 10 years, they've been pumping out. Weinstein Studio Christian drama, uh, Christian drama movies. Um, and they, you know, they sent around a couple, or there's one, what was it called? There's about a football team. Remember uh, the Titans, <laughs> <laughs> something giants or something. I can't remember Little what giants? it was called. But oh, that was I like know exactly what deal. you're talking about. Yeah. But all of these movies they they follow like a similar formula where somebody's got to get saved. Oh, there was another one. God's not dead. That was huge too. God's not dead's massive. Um, but they, they, you know, whatever the story is, they always come back around to having some like really dramatic, uh, conversion scene. And we get a few of those in this, you know, Raymond gets saved, uh, which is probably had my favorite shot of the show is the when he's like, in face. the room. Well, he's got the Bible and then there's the mirror and he throws the Bible at the mirror oh. and mm. it cracks. I was like, dang, that's actually a pretty good shot. Mm. um, yeah, and then and Kirk getting saved in in the bathroom stall. Um, but you gotta have you gotta have those scenes of the in these types of movies where they just kind of like they they turn up the drama to eleven, um, mm-hmm. they fall to their knees, the music gets pumping, mm-hmm. and you get saved, you know? They get saved and you probably get saved too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many people in church were weeping at these scenes? Seeing the Kirk in that bathroom, losing it.
2: Maybe the common fact isn't those who were taken, but those who were left behind.
0: It that line that doesn't point even make this. any That doesn't make any sense. It is, the, it, the inverse is still true. <laughs> <laughs> but The rapture happens. Let's see if I have this here. Actually, did the rapture happen yet? No. Um, one of the news guys talks to Kirk. He's like, hey, Kirk, Europe and Korea standardized their currency. Bizarre, huh? Uh, that's the biggest news st- story in the last hundred years probably <laughs> Yeah, like these these other other areas combining their currency let's let's dig into this a little bit see what mm-hmm. might be happening there they didn't even care they didn't care they didn't care um let's see what else I have the reverend The oh yeah the 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 pilot and the reverend kneeling together oh my mm. god oh, yeah. powerful Man, so thick my powerful. god uh I won't live without faith anymore. I won't, the pilot. Mm. Calm down. It's day two
2: <laughs> after the rapture. Listen, this Shut is what up. happens. You you turn your life around and day two, you are Jesus's number one fan.
0: Mm. Why wasn't Kirk right taken? Right high. I, I, I was like confused why it just seems so weird. Like at a granular level, only Christians get taken. Mm-hmm. All Christians who believed but are still pricks get taken in the rapture. Mm -hmm. They just have to believe, you know, like some, so in theory, I mean, what percentage of those are bad people? What percentage are like good people? Like Kirk, you know, Kirk was doing some good work. Maybe Mm. didn't believe, but like, come on. It's not about the works. It's about
2: being covered in the blood. There's nothing you can do to earn the love of Christ.
0: You know how many bad people go to the church and they're up there in nude heaven living it up? I don't like it. I I don't like it one bit. Playing by God's rules.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have an altar crawled in in this podcast, Slim.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned.
0: (laughs) Anything else, brother?
1: Well, just kind of, you know, this whole idea in itself is is brilliant. The fact that they wrote these books because within, and I can only speak from my experience, but Mm -hmm. I think within the church, The end times is like, you know, it's incredibly fascinating, right? Because it's, it's something in the Bible that hasn't happened yet. Um, And it's full of all kinds of like really interesting. I mean, if you read the book of Revelation, it's pretty BA. Like it's, it's, (laughs) it's really cool. Like the stuff that's in there and the way it's described, but it's like uses a lot of metaphors um, and you don't, there isn't like a clear interpretation. There's a lot of, uh, theories about what the end times is like there's it's called eschatology if anyone's interested in like Ooh. there's there's like a belief that they we're already in the end times there's belief that it happened like right after <clears throat> Jesus uh went into heaven there's belief that it's like coming in the future there's beliefs like that we're in certain periods of it and there's like thousand year gaps and all, all kinds of stuff um so and, and like growing up in the church like no one would really give you like, oh well, this is what it means. Like I remember our pastor mm-hmm. going through the book of Revelations, and you know he played a very conservative of like, all you really need to know at the end is that God wins. You know he's <laughs> like kind of dro- dropping those um, mm-hmm. those lines on us. So to have a book series that comes out and saying like this is what's gonna happen, like here's an interpretation, and what they did is they really took it and made it like almost as literal as not. Not, I mean, some stuff you just couldn't make literal because it talks about a beast coming out of the the ocean with seven heads and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But they take all of those ideas in the books and make them represented in some way. So as you're reading these, you're just like eating them up. So it makes total sense that like this series exploded and that they would go on to make these movies. Um, It does really interest me (laughs) if they could, you know, I mean, actually make them like a, you know, like a real production. Like this mm. got like yeah. real Hollywood backing.
0: I was thinking the same thing. Like the, the unraveling of like the antichrist and how it's tied into various books of the Bible and Kirk, like piecing it together over time, like, Oh, or like his help with his new faith friends, the tribulation force, the reverend and the pilot. And they're like, <laughs> Oh, well, this is from book of whatever. Like I thought that stuff was pretty cool. And I'm actually, like, interested to watch the sequel um, just to see how it unfolds. But I know they made a new one with Nicolas Cage, but this does feel like it would probably make a lot of money if they made, like, a legit production. Um, And them just, like, making a potentially direct-to-video Nicolas Cage version makes me think that the same people have the rights and, you know, they're probably not going to, like, go full Hollywood and make a legit production of this. Like, can you imagine like mm. the money behind like a passion of the Christ behind something like this? Like this would be the biggest Christian movie of all time. I feel like mm-hmm. and series, like I said, it's like their dune or whatever. Pretty interesting to watch.
2: Jesus is our Messiah.
0: Tell that's a dune pod. You know, tell <laughs> <laughs> them, tell them not. No, you. Not, not <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Anything else, Danny? Um,
2: i close my notes to look at the Nick Cage movie. To the line no one has more enemies than Israel. That's about it. That's about it. Um
0: I What's your rating, w- What's your rating for this?
2: <laughs> you know it's funny I didn't I didn't have a bad time, but I do hate this um form of um outreach, I guess for Propaganda. non-believers. I don't enjoy the like Turner burn method of scaring people into believing into Christ. And I feel like that's what this kind of movie and this kind of um, stuff kind of does. Not that, not that the book series is probably enjoyable. It is fun to read about. I mean, it would be an interesting read, I think, but uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really have a great, great times. So I'm going to sit
0: at one star for this. <laughs> <laughs> The Dune line is now in, in much question, right? You it know, is, know, it is we a bit two five bangers. It
2: is a bit <laughs> triggering. I mean, this this is not a form of Christianity that I enjoy anymore. So, mm-hmm. what um, was the
0: new like ad campaign too that came up during the Super Bowl? Remember that one? It was like Jesus something. Mm. Oh,
2: it was uh, like they had
0: this like millions of dollars at marketing campaign to try to get people back to the church. Yeah. That's,
2: I don't remember. It was something where they spent like 30 million instead
0: of giving 30 million to charity or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm at three stars. I had a a fun time watching this. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Um, I I do think there's like an interesting uh, conversation to see on film and like maybe even in real life. Like, can you imagine like living, uh, I'm speaking as myself, like living that you don't know what's real out there. Mm. and then like this happens i mean you could be emotional putty for a very long time like yeah. let assuming that like oh wait jesus is real and all my family is gone and i'm left you know that's some pretty heavy stuff so i i'm you know that that kind of like conversation and like that scenario is pretty fascinating to me um so i had fun 3 stars you're going to have a lot to think about when this happens slim <laughs> living the high life down here you know no rules in town everyone's gone
1: uh i had a good time too you know uh i'm at two stars for this Mm -hmm. i give it two stars um you know it kind of just had me reminiscing about the books and it's funny whenever i think of these books i think of two instances and this is like one reason where i think it'd be interesting if they actually you know, really did make these and make the whole thing. It would be great as like a TV series, honestly, because there's so much content. Each one of these books could be a, a be a season. Mm. Um, but there was two things that always stood out to me. There was a scene, I think it's in this either the first book or the second book, where Buck Williams, like they're getting attacked, like someone's coming into the house. And Buck, it's described in the book that he's like on the stairs and he goes and he punches this guy in the nose And, like, crushes, the way it was was described, it was like he crushes his nose into his face, into his skull, and he kills the guy by punching him in the face. And I remember reading that and be like, can you kill somebody by (laughs) punching them in the face? Um, And then the other thing is— You're not
0: getting raptured after that. You killed a man, right? right?
1: You might be off the list of second rapture if you kill a man. mm (laughs) Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's yeah immediate void. Uh, the second thing is so the character we didn't really talk about Rosenswag, the the um, scientist. He plays like a pretty prominent role in this series, and this is a, a spoiler if you plan on reading it. But at a point, the the Antichrist he gets he dies and he rises again. So the way they explain that is that Rosenswag knows he's like a bad dude, so he develops this blade that the the end of the blade is as thick as like a single molecule so what that the? like uh, you can't even see the blade so he like he's like on stage with the antichrist and he like has it hidden in like his coat or something and then he goes and he like stabs him with this blade that he developed that's like as thin as a single molecule and i remember reading that and be like this is damn. like the craziest thing like who what but there's all kinds <laughs> of stuff like that in these books so it's just like nuts mm-hmm. um so, good times. Good times.
0: Good times. Two stars. All right. <clears throat> That's Good Friday for everybody. Uh, the Last Temptation of 70mm. You know, as mm. of this posting, let's see, we will have recorded Interstellar with former producer Ian, and we will have heard what Danny's pick is. Oh, gosh. As of, as of this moment, we don't know what that is. Could be anything.
2: As of this um, moment,
0: I'm locked. You're locked. Wow. Locked, locked. Hmm. I want to kind of... Remember Bucks, better. Oh. oh, yeah. Cardo's developed that uh, supercomputer who allowed betting in our Discord. I want to put some money down on guesses, like for picks. That'd be pretty Oh, fun. that'd be fun. Mm. Can it be done? Mm. Maybe by next Good Friday. It can be Beeger, done. Beeger will rise again. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I can get Gold I hear Golto's writing
1: uh, Discord bots. Maybe he can That's true. can chat, chat GPT can, rev, revive Ooh. Vger. What if proto? Whoa. <laughs> I have to look into
0: this. <laughs> All right. That's a special bonus episode of 70 Mm. First in a while, and we'll see everybody on the next episode. 70mm is a tape deck production featuring original artwork provided by Danny Haas. Spiritual Guidance and Vija, the robot who loves movies, provided by Pertalexis. Producer at large, Dale underscore A. Transcripts provided by Sophie Shin and music composed by Cinematric. Prints and other merch are available on 70mmpod.com. This episode was mixed, edited, and produced by me. Slim. Support our Patreon for access to our VHS Village Discord to talk movies with new friends, access to our exclusive episodes in the 70mm Vault, discounts on merch, uncut episodes, and a physical membership card mailed to you. To check out other Tape Deck podcasts, find the link in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support our friends at Letterboxd and upgrade to pro or patron status, you can do so with a 20% off discount using the links on 70mmpod.com. Goodbye. This, this, This is a Tape Deck Podcast.